Hello again, everyone. Welcome, friends. Good morning. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone Bench Warmers. We hope you'll stick around. We're looking forward to today's show featuring interviews with Cass High head football coach Steve Gates, Woodland head football coach Brandon Haywood, and Cartersville head softball coach Glenn Woodard. Then we'll talk about some of the other sports around the area, including this weekend's big college football weekend with seven rank-on-rank games coming up on Saturday. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you've joined us, and we remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com. That's where you get your daily dose of local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BartosportZone, and our free podcast downloads are available wherever you download your podcast. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Blackstone Realty, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Schottenkirk Honda, Latitude Blue, Iworks of Cartersville, Oak Valley Designs, Hydro Pro Wash, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, and Karen Ayers Realtor with Atlanta Communities. Let's uh, waste no more time and jump right into the action with the head coach of the Cast Colonels, Coach Steve Gates. Good morning, Coach. Happy game day, fellas. Yes, sir. It's always game day if there's a Bartow Sports Zone show. So we welcome you back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Coach, you had a bye week uh, in the schedule, so we haven't talked to you on the show about that Adairsville game. You got off to a, a really fast start and built a nice early lead. Tell us about that early success and how important that was to improving to two and two on the year. Yeah, the, the last time we talked, uh, Charles, it, it was, and, and I and I emphasized it. It was about us. It was about Cass. It was about the guys in the locker room, uh, the people that believe in each other, and and we wanted to prove some stuff to ourselves, and and that's what we did. We came out uh, focused, uh, executing, and uh, we had a we had a pretty good start. A big game for wide receiver Sokovi White, seven catches, 113 yards, three touchdowns, and he threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had that little uh, uh, trick play in our bag, and, and uh, we actually ran that play last year in the playoffs against Mays, uh, and it was successful as well. And, um, no, it's it, it was good. Yeah, Sokovi was uh, – he's starting to – He's starting to heat up if that's a thing for him. I mean, he's still uh, one of the top receivers yards-wise in the state and, and doing his thing, but he's he came to my office last night, and, and uh, he's ready for region, I can promise you that. I had to kind of hold him back a little bit and tell him, we, you know, we got one more game before region, but he's uh, he knows this is his last go-round. Um, He's got five more region games, and and I don't know if I've ever seen him more focused than I did last night in my office. Let's bring in Jackson Hyde, one of our Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Jackson, uh, uh, your question for Coach Gates about that Adairsville game. Uh, Coach, it's no secret I'm a a cast colonel and follow all the games. Uh, I thought we looked as good in that first quarter against Adairsville as we've looked all, all year. Uh, combined on both sides of the ball would would you agree with that yes yeah we we came out pretty focused and uh we we were ready for that game we we that 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 game was uh per se checked on our calendar <laughs> and you want you care to elaborate <laughs> you know charles it's it's all you know i oh god almighty uh it, 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 last year Here's here's the deal. All right. Last year I tried to pay them a compliment. And and they and the majority of them out of Daresville did not take that the way I did. I made a comment about 
our game being somewhat like of a Georgia, Georgia Southern game, meaning Georgia Southern is one of the top programs in the country that the larger schools don't like to play because they're so good, like an App State or a Troy, a school like that. Well, they took it as I was degrading them uh, and did some things on their Jumbotron at the end of the game. They just did some things that, that I wouldn't do. Um, and so our, our kids knew about it and, and did, you know, they did a lot of social media stuff and, and, and we didn't, and, uh, we just, we just wanted to go play football last, uh, you know, two weeks ago, Friday night. So that's kind of what, 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 what I was elaborating to Jackson, you care to follow up? Yeah. It's just the joys of a County rivalry that that game's always been highly contested, and highly anticipated every year. So it was, it was good to see the Colonels, uh, Perform well last Friday night. But uh, moving on to this week, Coach, uh, we've got MLK on the schedule for tonight. Tell us what you know a little bit about those guys. They got a new head coach. Uh, coach Kite has come in. Um, he's well-known uh, down in Atlanta and uh, throughout Georgia, and, and he's come in and kind of got them some new energy. And, and we, you know, we went down to MLK last year and we're, we're pretty successful and we started watching some film a week ago, and we're like, wait a minute, this is a different team. And uh, everybody we talked to and, and all the film we watched has said the same thing. They just got a different energy about them. Uh, they got some players. Number five, the quarterback, is, is, is elusive. He reminds me of the J.D. Davis kid from Rockmark. Uh, he can run. Uh, he can throw. Uh, so they got some players. So uh, we'll we'll have our hands full tonight. We're looking forward to it. You guys kind of jumped ahead of me a little bit there by looking at MLK. We'll get back to them in just a minute. But, Coach, I wanted to ask you about the bye week. Uh, you, you experienced the bye week uh, coming off a win this year rather than a loss. Did, did coming off the two big recent wins give that bye week a different feel this year compared to last year? Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's in any, any situation where you, you got a bye week and, and you don't uh, finish up the, the previous week successful. So you, you wonder what you should do and not should do. And, and do you, how do you keep the kids motivated? And we had an incredible week of practice uh, over the bye week. Uh, and to be honest with you guys, we've had uh, one heck of a week of practice this week. Um, uh, yesterday morning was as crisp and clean as it's been or in in a long time. So uh, uh, we're 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 ready. What were some of the focal points this week? Us, you know, not not to take prime times speeches away, but you know when he he's doing his stuff about it's personal and all that. It's about us now, Charles. It's I. No disrespect to any team we play, um, but it's not about them. Uh, it's about us. If we know we're talented, if we worry about us and do our job, uh, then then we got a great chance to be successful. So it's it's all about us. We, we're just worried about us. Well, we're looking forward to the coverage tonight. It'll be uh, the game on Bartow Sports Zone streaming as always, but we'll also have the Cass MLK game for you tonight here on WBHF. Our pregame coverage will begin at 6 p.m. as always. Matt Santini, Don Startup, and Kevin Pate, I believe, and Alan in the studio. They'll have all the pregame coverage for you beginning at 6 o'clock tonight. And then around 7 o'clock, we will begin streaming from Cochran Stadium and the game between Cass and MLK. A WBHF broadcast will join us shortly after that. So we hope you'll join us tonight. Right now, we'll take a break and we'll be back with more from Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. This is Carsville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today. 
470-420-4200 or Google us at PritchardInjuryFirm.com. For more than a decade, Hydro Pro Wash has been the experts in soft washing and exterior cleaning for your home and business. Trust Hydro Pro Wash to provide guaranteed quality service at a fair price. Cleaning building exteriors, roofing, driveways, decks, windows, and more. And always using environmentally friendly detergents that are safe for your landscaping. Call 678-764-3553. Find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook or go to My Pressure Washing Pro. Hey, welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders. And we have on the line with us Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels getting ready for game night here on WBHF. We'll have the Cass MLK game for you. Kickoff is around 7.30 tonight. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 p.m. here on WBHF. Coach Gates, uh, you've now completed 40% of your regular season schedule. You've got that fifth game coming up tonight. How much of the offensive and defensive playbooks are in place already? Pretty much the majority of it. Uh I don't, you know, we, we may, when we watch film on Sundays, we may, you know, see some openings or see some weak spots in a place or two with the defense or, or, or where we feel like, Hey, let's, let's add this concept or um, what about this thing we ran two years ago? Or, you know, there's always those things, but as far as our offense is concerned, we got our plays uh, and our concepts and, and, and we're pretty much done installing anything new. On the defensive side, is that an adjustment from week to week based on what you see, or are there new wrinkles that you try to insert as the year goes along? Absolutely. You know, we'll, you know, you, when you line up across the Hiram, who's got athletes out the wazoo from left to right to, to right guard to quarterback to anywhere you look, Hiram's got receivers. So you play that a certain way compared to Cartersville, where they're just mammoth. They're a machine. They're, they're going to run right down your throat. You know, you've got to adjust that compared to playing a team that's just loaded with, uh, you know, gazelles out there running up and down the sideline. So you adjust each week um, with it if, you know, what what you see. We're this close to the midway point of the season. I told you during the break to kind of prepare for this. So uh, just b- before the start of the Region 7-5A slate that you were alluding to, it's report card time, Coach. I'm going to ask you to give us a letter grade for each phase of the game with the Cass Colonels, starting with the offense. Offense, uh, probably a uh, a B minus. You know, we started out slow uh, the season. You know, rightfully so, though. Playing the Rome and the Rock Mart uh, to to in Cedartown before that to get us going. Um, so we did start out slow playing some of the better teams in the state, and then it's just gradually picked up and picked up and picked up. So I'd probably say a B minus for the offense. I think we'll be, uh, um, you know, I think we'll be in an A, A plus uh, in the next few weeks. And that would be the goal to be at your A game by the time you get to the region slate. What about your defensive unit? Probably a. Uh, uh, Probably a C plus or maybe even a B minus. Uh, they've they've done some great things. They've hung in there. They've had a couple great goal line stands. Um, uh, really, I'm talking about on the two yard line and, and a team getting four downs and not getting in. And uh, you know we've we've given up a couple big plays. Uh, had a several personal foul penalties that we have cleaned up the last week or two. Uh, the first few weeks of the season, we had a bunch of personal foul penalties and that's on me uh, with discipline and, um, I, you know, call it what you want old school, but I put my foot down and said, if you get personal foul penalties, you're not playing anymore. Go home. And uh, they've, they've responded to that. Uh, and uh, so I'd probably say a C plus B minus, um, but they're, they're, they're doing well. And that third phase, always important, special teams. How would you grade them through 40% of the year? Uh, a, 
I would probably say a A minus or a B plus right there. Special teams has done really well. Austin MacArthur uh, is absolutely killing it right now, um, and uh, we're we're flying down the field on kickoffs. We've had one uh, mishap on on special teams, and it was against Rock Mart when we told our kicker, you know, we're going right middle, you know, so kicking down the right hash you know, middle, not all the way to the end zone type of thing. And the kicker kicked it to the left side of the field and Rock Mart ran it back for a touchdown. Well, where were our guys going? Down the right side. So it's just those little things that, you know, you you, you preach and you coach and they still kick it down to the right side. So um, that's our only mishap. Our field goals and extra points are great. Punt's doing great. We haven't punted in two weeks, so I can't really comment on punting. So, that's what I'm saying. We're an A minus because when you don't pump for two weeks, you're doing something right. Let's turn our attention now to the ML King Lions that come into Cochrane Stadium tonight. They are one and three. You mentioned Coach Joel Kite, a first year head coach there. The Colonels won the first ever meeting last year at MLK under a different regime there, 63 to 7. The Lions were two and eight a year ago. Right now they have a loss to Duluth at Winder Barrow, a home loss to Locust Grove, and then they won two weeks ago, 25-6 to against uh, North Springs at North Springs. Honestly, Coach, there's not a lot of information out there about the Lions for the public to consume. I know you've seen them on video. What can you tell us about that opponent tonight? Uh, is this an improved Lions team from a year ago? Yeah, they're improved. They sure are. You know, the Coach Kite came in. They run a true three-four now uh, defensively, and and they get after it. Um, they run a deep uh, pistol eye, uh, however you want to call that. Quarterback's probably at four or five yards, but then the back is sitting back at like literally eight, nine yards at times from the football. It's it's a deep eye out of the pistol. Um, so they, you know, and they run downhill. They run. Uh, ISO, uh, stretch, counter, um, and he likes to run. Um, so uh, they'll, they'll, he'll run zone out of the backside. So they're definitely improved. Uh, how much we'll find out at 730. But, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're excited. Again, I told our kids, MLK is a faceless opponent, just like Adairsville was. It didn't matter who we were playing that night. It, it was about us. And tonight is about us. Uh, uh, all we need to know is their concepts and schemes. Uh, the name on the front of their jersey doesn't mean anything to us. We're, we're worried about us tonight. Coach, you got about 30 seconds. I know, I noticed that it's a feeder or youth program tonight. Uh, you're celebrating those folks. Tell us a little bit about that as we go out. Uh, Coach Hayes is absolutely awesome. He has got our, our Junior Colonels program that turned from a middle school program uh, this year to a junior colonel's program. And he's killing it. They, they, they beat some pretty good, uh, high school team, Johns Creek and some other teams already. Ten seconds, coach. Uh, and, and of course our, our rec youth June sixth grade team with coach McKeg and those guys, they're doing great as well. We're looking forward to it tonight. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband, Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial gold. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders bringing you BSZ on your game day Friday. We want to thank Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels for joining us in that opening half hour this morning 
And now we welcome in the head coach of the Woodland Wildcats, Coach Brandon Haywood. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing very well. Glad to have you with us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. Welcome back to the zone and WBHF. Coach Haywood, uh, you, you've had a bye week in your schedule, so it's been two Fridays ago, but tell us a little bit about your home win over Pepperell as you get back to two and two on the year. Um, it was, you know, I'm not going to say it's our defining moment because I don't want to speak too prematurely, but um, it was the first time another principal came up to me after the game and says, first time since he's been here, first time in a long time to where no matter we were losing by one point, seven points or 13 like we were at the halftime it's the first time that he had seen a come from behind victory from this program um probably the first time in over a decade so that was good for our kids you know we had a real gut check at halftime and it was just man like are you going to answer the bell like that's really what it came down to like you can give the best and you can say we had a kirby smart halftime speech feel in that locker room. But at the end of the day, you know, words are just words. You don't play on that for about two minutes um, through adrenaline. And then like emotion has to take over. So it's gotta, it's gotta mean something to you. I think it meant something to our kids in the second half of that pepper game. And uh, they played with a different type of energy that I hadn't seen before. So it was good for, for them. Good for us. Hopefully we can just continue to build on. It. Yeah. And that's exciting for you as a coaching staff. Uh, and congratulations on that. You mentioned this. Uh, I'll piggyback on it. You were down 13 at halftime. What was the message in the locker room at the break uh, prior to that big second half comeback? <laughs> um, I'll keep it. We want the clean version, yes. Clean and humble as possible. <laughs> it was just a uh, – it was really just a gut check. Like, um, or do you want to be defined as who everybody in this county, everybody in this state thinks you are, or do you want to um, turn the tide a little bit? Do you want to uh, bring some, bring some, bring a different look to this Woodland football team and this program as a whole, this school as a whole? Because um, if you want to, man, it's it's time to do it right now. Uh, you, you really can't hold back anything else. Like they've had our worst in this first half. Now let's go give them our best. Um, along those lines in just a very aggressive tone. Coach, big nights on offense for running back Heath Tatum, Devin Teasley, receiver Zach Wiggins, quarterback Breelis Williams. Uh, they got the headlines, uh, but we're looking here for the unsung heroes. Who who were those guys in the first, in, in, you know, on your offensive side, maybe even on the defensive side that didn't get that public recognition that made a big difference in that comeback win? Um, I think people like you know Quadris Wilson, who uh, he he don't he doesn't come off the field for us. Um, Big Quadri is a, a huge component in what we do offensively, defensively. He's just a football player, you know. He uh, he's going to give everything that he's got. He's going to do it a hundred percent. Another offensive lineman, Mark Daly, uh, he's our starting left tackle. He is just you know he asks. He asked for certain plays. He asked for plays to be run behind him. And that's what I look forward to coming from an offensive lineman. Also, some, you know, some defenders like Dylan Carver, small dynamite is what he's known throughout the region, like a five, six outside linebacker. He he answered the bell with a couple of tackles, 11 tackles, an interception in the second half. Braden Pope, you know, I start middle linebacker. He also answered the bell. He said, Coach, you know, if they come to me, I'm going to meet them the, in the gap. I'm going to meet them in the hole. You know, it's just got kids that just start spewing with confidence, kind of just showed up and, and helped us in a lot of different ways in that game last Friday. I hope to do the same tonight. Jackson Hyde, your question for Coach Haywood. Coach, we kind of mentioned it off the air. You've uh, a key injury to uh, one of your cogs on our offensive and defensive side of the ball and Zay Livesey. Uh, the, the the positive spin of that, I think you, you mentioned Zay's improving, but you've had some guys step up in his place and, and really uh, grab the torch and, and ran with it. Tell us a little bit about Zay's health and uh, what you expect out of those backups in the future. Yeah, you know, Zay's been, Zay been frustrated for the last couple of weeks. Um, 
I know people been around here, you know, kind of frustrated because what they're used to of seeing out of number seven, Zay lives. He's a big piece of our offense. He's a big piece of our team. Everybody knows that. Everybody in the region knows that. He's been battling a high ankle sprain for the last two to three weeks. So against Model, he had three total carries. Against Pepper, he had three total plays. You know, but he has taken rehab seriously. I was glad to see that out of him. He's been busting his tail to get in there with the trainer every every afternoon. Uh, last week over our bye week, he made it apparent even when we didn't have practice to go see our trainer because he wants to be back. He wants to be him again. I look forward to it because he's been him all week. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of ready to see how he attacks the game tonight um, and just just get that feel back under him as as one of our go-to guys. But the other guys like Cam Williams, Heath Tatum, they've been big and and stepping up and filling filling void since they has been out. So I'm really really proud of those guys. I'm gonna take nothing away from them. He's Coach Brandon Haywood, head coach of the Woodland Wildcats. We'll be back with more from Coach in just a moment. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and U.S. 41 north of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies and check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about cultured or natural stone? We have tons of options and we deliver. Across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Let Kelly and her staff pamper your pet at Kelly's Pet Grooming. Hey, everybody, Alan Sanders here. You can depend on Kelly's Pet Grooming located on North Tennessee Street right here in Cartersville, where they've been keeping local dogs and cats and their owners happy for 30 years, right in Bartow. Let me tell you, as owner of many dogs over the years, there's nobody we've trusted more than Kelly. All grooming is appointment only, and standing appointments are available. Kelly also offers express grooming and walk-in nail clipping services for dogs and cats of all ages. Call Kelly at 770-382-9013. That's 770-382-9013. Making Cartersville beautiful one pet at a time. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and we're visiting with Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. Coach, last year you were one and three going into the bye week. How did picking up that second win just before the break impact the attitude and atmosphere of the most recent stretch of practices? Well, I, I think it it helped us a lot. You know, um, it it was very light on our mental um, as well as being light physically. Having a bye week, following that, you feel good in, in your mind and your brain. Um, the aura, the morale is pretty good around that time. Um, I know I had a great weekend. Um, it's a, it was a different feel from a year ago. But um, it just I think it kind of helped our kids lock in on focus on what we could do, what we could achieve. Um, so we had a great week of practice. Even over the bye week, had some, you know, some early practice finishes, um, trying not to hit as much, um, just focused on us trying to get better at what we don't do very well. Um, and then this week, I think it brought a different tenacity, a different uh, aggressive style. We did more competitive things with our team, just trying to continue to get over the hump of things. But I think it was it was great in the direction of where we're trying to go to to make sure we ended two and two heading into game five. Tonight, you take on the Osborne Cardinals. We'll have the game for everyone on Barto Sports Zone Two. You can find the links to listen on all of our social media and it's always available on bartosportzone.com but uh, that game pregame will begin at seven o'clock and live coverage beginning with play-by-play at 7 30. Osborne comes in uh, with uh, blowout wins over Woodstock, Chattahoochee, Lakeside Atlanta, Clarkston, uh, Alan Sanders. I'm gonna jump over to you real quick. I gotta tell you something. Clarkson has the greatest nickname in high school sports. Any oh, idea? Uh, no. <laughs> I the know Angoras. I know. They are the yeah. Angoras. So I always have to mention that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Clarkson Angoras. They're averaging more than 45 points per game uh, and have allowed just eight with one shutout. The Cardinals had a similar start last year. 
to their early schedule, but then they went winless in Region 5-7A. Uh, this was a 38-14 to loss for the Wildcats last year after a couple of weeks of film study. Do you think you've closed that gap with Osborne a little bit this year, Coach? Um, I do, you know, not to take anything away from Osborne because I told you last year they're, they're the same team that, that we've been and we're trying to get over that hump. And it's evident that they've changed. They got, they're got coached by a lot of great coaches, putting those kids in great situations. Um, last year, 38 to 14, you know, it was we had five fumbles in that game, five fumbles alone. So I told my defense coordinator yesterday, I, I'm going to sleep a lot better tonight because I'm going – I'm willing to bet – we don't give them five possessions <laughs> inside of their or on side of their fifty yard line. I mean, you can't give. I don't care who we played. If we have five turnovers, we're going to make it a football game, no matter who we're playing. So, um, if we can control the ball, if we can do some things that we've been working on, be us defensively, fly around, forcing turnovers. Um, I think we put ourselves in a good position as we close the gap mentioning closing the gap i think we do close the gap we just got to continue to focus on us do things that we can control and try to help ourselves by creating turnovers and scoring points when we have the opportunity before that last commercial break you were talking about some of your offensive linemen asking you for plays to run behind them that reminds me of jackson hyde when he was a player jackson (laughs) let's bring you in with your question about the osborne cardinals uh, Coach, if you, if you could, you could elaborate a little bit on their, a little bit more on that offense. I know it's it's high powered and, and they score a lot of points, but it's a different group as far as personnel on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you expect a little bit different package from them as far as play calling formations that type of thing than you saw last year. Um, I don't. Uh, you as well as I know, uh, the offense coordinator Philip, Philip Ironside was head coach at Hillgrove, um, one of the one of the best offense coordinators, offense minds in the state. Uh, he does a great job at personneling to his kids. Um, they have changed from more of the spread look to more of the pistol eye. So he's going to do a lot of the same things that he's been doing all year. He's generating 45 points a game, running pistol eye, coming straight down at you, doing some play action stuff, some waggle stuff, and trying to get his kids in space. I don't see any of that changing tonight. Um, he is going to be a great adjuster. So and him adjusting, we got to be able to adjust as well. Uh, the best thing we can do is try to keep sustaining offensive drives to keep him off the field. I keep going back to reference the Josh Hypo effect, how Florida did on this past weekend, just keeping him out of routine, keeping the offense off the field. We got to do the same things tonight so he, does, he doesn't gain a flow and uh, create some type of offensive traction. If we do that, then I'll feel pretty good about our game plan. Coach, uh, we've got about 20 seconds for your answer. How important is tonight's game as far as building momentum for the rest of the year? I think tonight's game, it could be. I said I didn't want to speak too prematurely about the Pepper game, but tonight I think it could be a defining moment if we won this game. And in the region play, uh, two back-to-back wins. Uh, we had great community involvement, great band. It felt like a Friday at school last or two weeks ago. The band playing early in the morning, uh, a lot of announcements. Uh, we got distractions because it's homecoming. I, I really hate homecoming week because we get away from the football game and everything else is a distraction around it. But I hope we block out the noise, limit the noise, that this could be really pivotal in the success that we're trying to gain here at Woodland. Good luck tonight. That's Coach Brandon Haywood of the Woodland Wildcats. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Market for a previously owned vehicle? Well, Schottenkirk Honda on Main Street in Cartersville is your used car superstore. With many of our vehicles of all makes and models priced well within your budget, Schottenkirk has the vehicle to meet your needs. Of course, we have plenty of used Hondas in our certified inventory as well, so stop by and visit today and give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda, 539 East Main Street, or check us out online at hondaofcartersville.com. Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous wings, and local bar. Perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. 
Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon and go team. Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail, Mac McKenzie. Hey, Mac, it's been a while. What y'all been up to? Just passing through, pulling the camper. The truck started spitting and sputtering. The check engine light came on, and she almost didn't come to a stop at the light. Oh, no. No problem. Scheduled an appointment with your guys at the Napa Auto Care Center. Tune-up, oil change, brake job, good as new. Your folks are great and always friendly to do business with. Prices are very reasonable, too. Wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we can do almost anything to your vehicle except sell it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Sun on WBHF in Cartersville. So glad you could join us. We want to thank our guests from the opening hour this morning, Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels and Coach Brandon Haywood, football coach at Woodland High School. We wish them well tonight as they head into a football Friday. We're brought to you by Blackstone Realty, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor at Atlanta Communities, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Lake Station, Derek Strange at Edward Jones Investments, Brooks Roofing and Exteriors, Schottenkirk Honda, Latitude Blue, iWorks of Cartersville, Oak Valley Designs, and Hydro Pro Wash. Quick reminder, next week, We'll have Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes and Coach John Cudd of the Abysmal Tigers as our guest on the show next week. So we look forward to that. Hope you'll join us again next week as well. And we remind you that our coverage tonight begins with pregame at 6 p.m. here on WBHF. Matt Santini and all the gang in the studio will have pregame coverage as normal for you at 6 o'clock but with Cartersville on the bye week. It will be the MLK King Lion, uh, ML King Lions at the Cast Colonels on Bartow Sports Zone. And that game will also be uh, on WBHF this evening. And then over on Bartow Sports Zone 2, that stream will have Osborne at Woodland. So you can tune in to any of those games. We'll also have highlights mixed in from the Adairsville Ringgold game as well from the Adairsville Sports Network. Uh, all of the uh, games are on the free Mixler app. You can search for Bartow Sports Zone and Bartow Sports Zone 2 to pick up that cast and Woodland game. You can also find the links to listen on the Bartow Sports Zone website. It's on the broadcast page. It's also on our Facebook and X feeds. Uh, so we're looking forward to all of that this morning, or, you know, coming up this evening. Uh, We've got uh, on the cast broadcast, Coach Bobby Hughes, former head coach of the Colonels, will be joining me for color on that game as we bring you all the play-by-play. After the games tonight, the Harry Daniel Insurance post-game party, and then the new GNN scoreboard show will continue our coverage until midnight. This portion of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding. Available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away. Or you can call them at 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public right here in Cartersville at 30 River Court, just off West Avenue. You can update your stair covering or just make your stairs a little safer for the pets and the elderly. Just uh, check them out at Oak Valley Design Stair Covering. Right now, we want to welcome in the head softball coach of the Cartersville Lady Canes to our program, Coach Glenn Woodard. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, all. Good morning, and uh, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. It's been another solid season for the Hurricanes. Uh, now 12 and 6, I believe, uh, after your game last night with North Cobb. You're 8 and 2 in, in the always tough region, 7 5A. You've been ranked in the top 10 in Class 5A for almost the entire season. Uh, you're in a heated race with Calhoun and Woodland for the region championship with uh, really one more 
loop through the schedule, region schedule to go. What are some of the major improvements you've seen from this year's team over last year's team uh, since the beginning of those workouts back in the summer? Where have been the where have you seen the big improvements? Well, we we've had a lot of freshman starters this year and from the summer we didn't know exactly where they were all going to fit in defensively offensively um at, at any certain point of, a, of the season we've had four to five freshmen in their lineup and they have just stepped up and, and kind of just proven themselves on the field and, and in the locker room too they, their locker room is such a good um combination of senior and juniors and freshmen um and they cohesive group they get along real well and that's that's part of building up a program you got to have kids that get along really well that, that are cheering for each other even though they're competing for starting jobs yeah one of the uh tough tasks with coaching any sport and uh, uh from my experience in coaching fast pitch for a few years as well uh just trying to keep everybody on the same page and keep everybody happy uh, and 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 you have to spend a lot of time. I, I, I'm pretty sure you have had to do this too. Uh, you have to spend a lot of time in some individual conversations, talking about roles uh, that each player has to play in a larger group. Yeah, listen, this is the most kids that we've had in our program in the three years I've been here. We have 18 players, and uh, we compete every day during practice for for starting jobs, and we let them know up front. Nobody is guaranteed a starting position. Um, you earn that in your own practice. Um, when you get an at-bat during a game, you have to step up um, and prove yourself there. Uh, but, yes, it's, it's, we have some really good depth this year um, compared to the last couple of years when we've had to just plug and go. This year we got some girls that can step up in different roles. Coach, pitching is always such an important factor. Uh, with softball, who's getting it done for you in the pitching circle? Well, we we got a freshman Zoe Shiflet right now. She's eleven and three. Um, she's pitched, I think, like eighty-seven innings uh, so far this year, and she's got like seventy-five strikeouts. So she's um, she's bringing it in the circle for us. Uh, we also have Kennedy Stevens, who is uh, more than adequate to come in and get between either two. Um, and we we our little sophomore pitcher. She's been hurt. She's just now gone back and got a couple of good innings in last night against North Cobb. And she'll just get better with uh, when she gets 100%. She'll just get better, too. We're visiting with Coach Glenn Woodard, the head softball coach of the Cartersville Lady Canes. They're right in the mix, uh, battling for the Region 7-5A championship. We're right in there with Woodland and Calhoun as we head down the home stretch of the last couple of weeks of the regular season. We want to remind you uh, that we do have high school football coverage tonight here on WBHF. It'll be the MLK Lions taking on the Cass Colonels. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 p.m. with kickoff around 7.30. And over on Bartow Sports Zone 2, we'll have the Osborne Cardinals taking on the Woodland Wildcats. The links to listen to any of those games are available on the BartowSportsZone.com website. Time for a timeout here on DSC. We'll be back with more from Coach Glenn Woodard. Whether you're a fan of the Hurricanes, Colonels, Wildcats, or Tigers, Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is the perfect spot to get your team ready with a meal before the game or celebrate afterwards. Wear your team colors to Sidelines Grill on Fridays this season and receive a free queso appetizer with the purchase of any two entrees. With a great menu, wall-to-wall TVs, patio seating, and a kid's menu too, it's Sidelines Grill where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Seen them? You're gonna like these. The all new body style 2023 Chevy Colorado and 2024 tracks have arrived at Day's Chevrolet in Ackworth. They're turning heads all over Georgia, and Day's Chevrolet in Ackworth has the price no one can turn down. See it, drive it, own it. The all new 2023 Colorado and 2024 tracks. In stock now at Day's Chevrolet in Ackworth and online at Day's Chevrolet.com. 
Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Barco Sports Zone on WBHF. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Alan Sanders. We're visiting with Coach Glenn Woodard, the head coach of the softball Lady Canes at Cartersville High School. We talked a little bit about your pitching staff, Coach, before that commercial break. Next, I'll turn to middle defense. It's just like baseball, catcher, shortstop, second base, center field. Who's holding down those key spots for you defensively and some of their strengths? Yeah, well, we're, we're led offensively by our catcher. She's a junior, Jordan Bishop, and she's hitting you know, right around 550, 560 right there. She's our leadoff hitter. She's got probably 10, 12 stolen bases, maybe the fastest girl on our team. So we lead her off, strong arm, I think only like, maybe three stolen bases against her this year. Um, then he goes at Middoff. You know, Lakaya Banks has played a really good shortstop as a freshman. Um, then I, we got another junior in center field, Lane Callen, who is, she is just a go-getter on all fly ball. She tries to get every fly ball, makes some diving catches, has got a strong arm. Um, so that's our, our middle, and we're, we're, we're happy with that. And then uh, go ahead. Let's get the rest of those girls in there, the corners and, and in the yeah. outfield. All right. So in, in left field, we start another sophomore, and Andy Burns. She's a slapper. Uh, she puts the ball on the ground and just just beats you know beats the throws to first base. Uh, third base, we got another freshman, Alana Williams, um, and she's coming to her own. She's starting to swing the bat pretty good. Last night we switched her and Jordan. Uh, Jordan was dealing with a little bit of. Um, an abrasion on her leg. She didn't want to squat. So we switched her and she did a really good job behind the plate last night. Uh, first base is their long senior, Erin McCreary. Um, she's been with me for three years. She has gotten so much better from her sophomore year to this year right here. She is really solid at first base. Second base, we got another sophomore that plays a lot in the air, Molly Joe Williams. Um, she's pretty solid defensively. Then we go to a uh, to right field. We have uh, Reese Dumas, um, and she is a lefty, and she can put the ball in play, and, and she's becoming a uh, pretty solid outfielder herself. Coach, I'll congratulate you because I know from my coaching day, that's a little bit of pressure trying to remember where everybody is and what everybody's <laughs> doing. So congratulations right. on that. Coach, you got just over two weeks remaining in the regular season and uh, one more loop through all five of the other teams in your region. How important is this upcoming stretch in the season and the chase to once again get to host one of those four-team super regionals? Well, it's 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 going to be tough. We uh, we start out, we go to Hiram Monday, and we, we're home for senior night with Dalton next Tuesday, and then the next week we go to Woodland, which is in, right now they're in third. Uh, they've got three losses. We've got two. Calhoun's got one. Um, and then we turn around around and play Cass. And then you know, if you win those four games, then it's a winner-take-all against uh, Calhoun that last game of the season. So it's um, it's a battle. I mean, all five of those teams are you know, quality teams. Uh, we don't take anything for granted. Uh, Calhoun, Woodland's got some really good pitching. Uh, but we got to win all five to probably win out and win the region again. Let's bring in Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Jackson, uh, your questions for – Coach Woodard. Uh, the first one, just kind of piggybacking off there what Charles mentioned. You said earlier you, you're starting and playing a lot of freshmen in your lineup. Uh, obviously, they've two-thirds through, way through the season, and those freshmen have, have performed well for you. You've come back. You've won some, some games in the last inning uh, a few times. Has that freshman maturity out of that group, is that something you're going to rely on uh, going into these final five games? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, they, we told them maybe Monday night, Tuesday night, one night, we told them they're no longer freshmen. They're part of this, the team. Um, they got to get that freshman, you know, off of their, off their chest because they're just, now they're playing like, you know, they're seasoned. They, you know, we've been through 20 games and they're, they're playing pretty good. Um, so they're no longer freshmen. They are just players. And listen, I did forget one girl. Their DP is Kren, uh, Kennedy Crenshaw. And she, um, man, she hit a home run last night against North Cobb. I don't know if it's landed yet. Um, and she's <laughs> she's coming as a freshman, and, and she's batting in the three hole, and she's taking the pressure on, and she's 
um, really adapting well to the high school level. Jackson, last, you got another follow-up? Yeah, yeah. my last question for you, um, kind of off topic a little bit, but how important is the, the for a lot of these girls, you know, you have their high school season and they're all, you know, these days the, the travel softball thing. Are most of your girls involved in a, in a, in a travel organization at some level uh, in the offseason? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure all of them are playing um, travel ball. They, they, there's an off season. We tell them after November, we try to let them take off from December till um, February. Not to even, I don't, I don't want them to do any, much in anything with softball. Let them do other things. But so they start playing around March. They start playing ball. They play all through the summer. We only practice. Uh, this past year, I just we decided since they're playing so much travel ball, they're playing every other weekend or every, you know three weekends out of a month. We try to just practice one day a week. Now we do weights three days a week, but we only get together and practice practice uh, one day a week. I don't want to burn them out. I want them to be kids. Yeah. Well, good luck. Uh, I think you've got a real shot. I know Woodland and Calhoun tend to be the ones that you think of uh, winning those region championships. But uh, root for you guys and. Good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, I appreciate that. Coach, one final uh, shot here before you, we let you go. The growth of fast pitch in Georgia has just been exponential. Uh, you've coached the sport for a long time, uh, about uh, 30 seconds or so. What are How are players' skills developed differently now? You've been coaching this a long time. Are you seeing greater development as they arrive in high school? Yeah, it starts. Yeah, we've seen the uh, the players are faster and stronger, and, and that goes back to weight room. Um, and then and their travel ball. You know, they get on a good travel ball team. They're playing good competition throughout the summer. And soon as summer ends, and, and the good thing is about playing in the fall, summer ends, they're straight into high school. So there's no, you know, taking months off before they you know start developing back. Uh, most people have their season in July. Summer ball, again, our first week of August, we start playing games. So it just transitions right into F season. He's Coach Glenn Woodard. Coach, thanks for joining us this morning. We enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. That's Coach Glenn Woodard, head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We'll take a break and be back with more of Bartow Sports Center. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on Bartow County's only master elite roofer, all-Star Roofing with free same-day inspections and estimates. Contact All-Star Roofing at 770-655-0911 or find allstarroofs.com online. Rest easy under the stars when it's an All-Star Roof. It's a game day Friday. So we have Bartow Sports on for you on WBHF. Don't forget, high school football coverage tonight begins at 6 p.m. with the countdown to kickoff pregame show. We'll have all of that for you as normal. Although Cartersville is on a bye week this week, we'll have pregame for you beginning at 6 p.m. And then coverage of three different games tonight. The Cass MLK game will be here on WBHF kickoff at 730 the Adairsville Sports Network will have the Adairsville and Ringgold Tigers going head-to-head. And on Bartow Sports Zone 2, we'll have the Woodland Wildcats hosting the Osborne Cardinals. So we look forward to all of that coverage tonight. We want to thank all of our guests from the opening 90 minutes for joining us this morning. Coach Steve Gates, Coach Brandon Haywood from Cass and Woodland Football, and then Coach Glenn Woodard of the Lady Kane Softball Program this morning. We appreciate them giving up their time to join us here on Bartow Sports Zone. All right, so we move into uh, the weekend's upcoming action. Jackson, I will tell you this. We are not doing the Falcons this week, but here's an interesting tidbit. Every 2-0 team last year made the playoffs. Uh, 
what a stat. I did not realize that. Uh, that's a, that's a promising sign for the, for the Atlanta Falcons. And, um, I think they've got a real good chance to go three and oh, uh, at Detroit. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out for Alan, your Falcons are two and oh, and every two and O team made the playoffs last year. You know what? And I had to admit this. I uh, came back from our little weekend jaunt in Helen and actually put the game on, watched the first quarter. And I was like, ah, they're, they're, they're not going to win this. And then I went and piddled around, did some things, came back. Well, you know what? I'm going to watch the final quarter, whatever. And I watched an amazing fun come from behind gutsy call on fourth and short to go for it. Burn the clock. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's this team been? <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun so far for Falcons fans, but, uh, a long 17-game regular season. We'll see how things go, uh, but the Falcons are off to a great start. Okay, let's ditch the college football polls for a few minutes this morning. Let's just forget about the rankings that are out there, Jackson. The rankings are always deceiving early in every season, but this year's rankings, in my opinion, are just overly influenced by the past uh, and not based on what we've seen so far this year. Where are the teams that you've seen who look good and reliable so far this season? Well, if you, if you base it on resume, you know, strictly on this season, uh, schedules, who, who, who's played who and who hadn't played who, um, you got to look at the University of Texas Longhorns, uh, you know, taking down uh, Alabama, uh, look pretty solid on both sides of the ball. They're a team that, uh, that you can look forward to seeing probably late in the season in the playoff picture, as well as Florida State. Um, you know, struggled in the second half at Boston College last week, but a good, good opening win there against LSU. They're a team, team to watch, and uh, they got a big game uh, up in Clemson, South Carolina tomorrow. So we'll, that'll kind of define maybe their season and the, what they've got to look forward to. Yeah, I'll counter those two with uh... – you know, Texas looked good against Alabama, and then they struggled early with Wyoming, and that's an, an opponent that you wouldn't expect them to struggle with at all. Florida State, very similar, looked solid and impressive against LSU, looked dominant at times, but then looked vulnerable against a struggling Boston College program. So uh, I fit them into the category of who's, uh, you know, pretty highly ranked, but maybe has not been as reliable. Georgia has not looked like the number one team. Three tries, three slow starts, a new quarterback, a new offensive coordinator, a defense that muddled through the first half against a, a good quarterback. They've got multiple injuries right now. Uh, you know, what have they done this, this year to be ranked number one? And I guess that's kind of where this segment is going. Michigan, like Georgia, didn't separate from Bowling Green last week until a 17-point third quarter. So I really don't know that we're going to learn much about Michigan until November when they play Penn State and Ohio State kind of in that portion of their schedule. Texas, uh, you know, like you said, they've got the quarterback now. They've looked pretty good at times. But teams that I think have looked pretty good so far and might be undervalued right now, Washington out of the Pac-12, USC, Penn State, and Notre Dame, I think uh, Notre Dame uh, might be a little bit better. They've filled that quarterback void that they've had uh, and might be one of those undervalued teams out there right now. Alan, I'll bring you in real quickly here before this commercial break. Who do you think is maybe over or undervalued so far in college football? Well, I was going to say, I think you can't uh, you can't overlook Florida State. The Seminoles have been doing pretty consistent work, and I was going to say USC as well. So those were two that I think are bringing, being pretty consistent week to week. As to Georgia, I think there was something weird about week three. When all these games you're talking about, it feels like a lot of these programs, for whatever reason, week three – were closer or more concerning than, than they would have been on paper, but we'll see what happens in week four. Yeah, I think the transfer portal, uh, just the way that kids are re recruited, the COVID years that were added on to uh, different uh, players' uh, eligibility, I think all of that has kind of changed. And, of course, the clock rules have changed this year, so you're not going to see those big blowouts uh, because there are just simply fewer possessions in a college football game now. 
We're up on our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. One more time, we'll remind you we've got high school football for you tonight. Pre-game starts at 6 here on WBHF. And we'll have Cass and MLK on WBHF and Bartow Sports Zone. Osborne and uh, the Woodland Wildcats on BSC2. With agents Kenny Pearson, Christy Breedlove, Dana Artiaga, broker Ashton Willingham, and owner Calvin Evans, Blackstone Realty Group is your full-service real estate team for all of Northwest Georgia. Providing attentive service for buyers, sellers, and investors on a wide range of real estate needs for all types of property and price ranges. Call Blackstone today to find or sell that special home, rental, or commercial property. Blackstone Realty Group, 770-382-6202 and online at blackstonerealty.net. Rooks Roofing and Exteriors is your answer for all types of services for your home or commercial property. With free inspections and roof insurance claim assistance, Rooks Roofing is a GAF certified contractor completing repairs, storm damage, restoration, and full roof replacements. Rooks Roofing also offers gutter repair and installation along with many other exterior repair services. Call 678-249-7549 or visit rooksroofing.com. Rooks Roofing, where the proof is in the roof. Good morning, everyone. Hope your Friday is off to a tremendous start. It is a game day Friday here on WBHF. Pre-game coverage tonight beginning at 6 p.m. And we'll have kickoff of MLK and cast tonight here for you on WBHF beginning at 7.30. That game will also be streamed on Bartosportzone.com. The second game, BSC2 game on Bartosportzone, will be the Woodland Wildcats hosting the Osborne Cardinals. So uh, we hope you'll find your favorite team and tune in this evening from the games. We'd like to have you in the stadium. Uh, you can always listen on the Mixler app. Uh, from the st- from your stadium seat. So we hope you'll uh, join us for that this evening. Again, pregame coverage beginning at about 6 p.m. here on WBHF. And then we'll have the cast MLK game for you tonight since Cartersville is on a bye week. Um, Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection with us this morning. We were talking about teams that are maybe overvalued or undervalued. We let you lead off with that, and then I didn't give you a chance for rebuttal. So, Jackson, uh, anybody else on your mind that might be a little overrated or underrated at this point of the season? Not really. The, the one team that I will mention that, that you kind of had undervalued is was Notre Dame, and they've never been a team that uh, – have been undervalued, in my opinion. I've, I've always considered them overrated because of who they are and their independent schedule, but uh, they're a team to, to watch. Tomorrow's game uh, with Ohio State is, is going to be a huge game. They've got that game at home. Sam Hartman, the transfer from Wake Forest, uh, was a great addition for those guys. He's an excellent quarterback. He's not just a game manager. He can make some big plays, so it's uh, that's going to be a fun game to watch, and I'm not a Traditionally a Notre Dame fan, but I'm certainly looking forward to them beating Ohio State tomorrow. You know, it's a great Saturday to watch some college football. The slate is just loaded with marquee-type games. Um, I'm, I'm going to run through a list of those games, and then I've got a question for you to ponder. And these are the AP rankings this week. Uh, by the way, the record for the most ranked games versus ranked opponent, ranked versus ranked opponents, in a weekend is seven. And we've got six of those just in the AP this week and a seventh game where a team is ranked in the AP and also ranked in the coaches poll. So here's the list of games. You were talking about Ohio State at Notre Dame. That's number six and number nine. You've got Iowa State. I'm, 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 I apologize. Iowa at Penn State. Uh, that's number 24 and number seven. You've got number 22 UCLA at number 11 Utah. Out in the Pac-12, you also got number 19, Colorado, at number 10, Oregon. Number 15, Ole Miss, is at number 13, Alabama. And number 14, Oregon State, is at number 21, Washington State. Here's a nice little note on that game, guys. That's the 2024 two-pack championship game. They're the only two teams left in the 
uh, uh, Pac-12 after this year. So Oregon State and Washington State both ranked uh, in the top 25. And then that last game is Clemson ranked in the coaches poll at number four, Florida State. So that's seven games of ranked versus ranked teams. Jackson, I'm interested in seeing the Notre Dame game because I want to see how much red shows up in that stadium. It will be interesting to see the, uh, from, uh, I was there in person when, uh, another red team, they were from a little further South when the university of Georgia went up a few years ago and it was, a it was a predominant red stadium that day. So it will be interesting to see that, that game. And, and of those games you mentioned, Charles, I think that Ohio state Notre Dame game is probably the biggest of all of those. Uh, I am interested to, to see if, Clemson can rebound at Florida State to see if that uh, ACC matchup is going to be uh, possibly an elimination game there between those two teams. So it's yeah. uh, going to be a fun Saturday. Yeah, I would agree. I think, uh, you know, this segment was billed as who has the most to gain this weekend. I think it is those two teams. I think Notre Dame and Clemson have the most to gain by winning this weekend. What do you think about that? Uh, absolutely. The, uh, the other one that, uh, is going to be interesting is, is Utah. They've had a lot of offensive skill players out, uh, on the injury bug. Uh, those guys will be back this week, uh, playing, a, a another ranked opponent. So if that's another team that's got a lot to gain, if they can, if they can get that win, they're, they're a team that you've got to have to watch for in that playoff run. And I guess the team with the most to lose would have to be Alabama, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And that's, if, I'm going to pick an upset. Uh, I think that's the one. I think uh, Ole Miss offensively is, is as good possibly as, as Texas. Uh, maybe not quite as physical up front, but that's the one I'm calling. If there's going to be an upset, that's the one. Well, that's a wrap for this week's BSC show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you again next week for Bartow Sports Zone and more coach interviews.